0: Hey everybody! Welcome back to PDA. We've got Stefan Prince. I'm Michael Dunn, and we got Jake and Anderson here today again. We are looking um, at another week of lots of sports. We're gonna get my origin story in a little bit. We're gonna talk um, a lot about NBA playoffs tonight. That's really what's I think hitting home with a lot of you out there right now, and us here too. Um, so we're looking forward to some of that talk, but. Um, how have you guys been this week? We had a lot of stuff going on. We got Kansas coming for you the next couple of days, Jake in and
1: yeah, Kansas will be fun. Yeah. Um, was cool because I got to kind of celebrate like making it with my family and whatnot over Easter, and then it was kind of business as u- usual then the rest of the week and stuff. But being able to find out with family was pretty cool. Yeah, so looking forward to it too. Like it's going to be a really fun meet. It's um, possibly like the last meet like during the regular season here that I get to like qualify for and whatnot and like my track career and stuff like that, which feels pretty cool. And there's going to be a lot of good competition too. Um, and excited to see what some of my teammates do and whatnot. We got a pretty decent sized crew going down as well, which I think is really good for our program and just for people to get experience at a meet like this and whatnot. Last year we had Drake relays and this year we got a good crew now going down to Kansas and, um, Get to get that experience in and another kind of cool, prestigious meet, celebrating its 100th year, too. Yeah. So
0: that's pretty exciting. Rock Chalk Park is a pretty amazing place, too. I mean, it's iconic, stuff. You've ran there, you competed there yeah. not too long ago. You <laughs> yeah, don't have to yeah. go decades <laughs> back when I ran at KU, <laughs> and it was uh there was no picture. It was not a uh, it was not Rock Chalk Park. We were running around the football field, actually, and that stadium legitimately has like stone seats and on like the ends and it It was so big like the football stadium is so much bigger than like rock chalk park as far as just what it can hold for seats and for capacity and everything and um so it was it was awesome but this is very much more like intimate a a different setting um like steph what were some of like your highlights from Kansas realize when you've gone, cause you went a couple of times.
2: Yeah. Um, shoot. I mean, obviously one of my highlights was, uh, walking around campus. Um, uh, campus is actually pretty sweet because it's it's kind of like on the top of a hill.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like a hill that's much bigger. If, if any of you know, St. St. Peter and Gus Davis being on a hill, this is just a much bigger hill in, <laughs> in yeah. Lawrence, right? Yeah. Like it is. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, it was pretty sweet. Um, honestly we got to go see, uh, what is it? The uh the basketball arena? Yeah, Naismith. Um, Naismith Arena. So that that was that was yes. awesome. Um, got to see a lot of the history through the Fog Kansas. Allen
0: Fieldhouse, yeah. Naismith Drive, like all that's over there. It's sick. And the stat you saw a statue. You took a picture with uh Yeah,
2: I did take a picture. Yeah. So that was pretty sweet. Um those are one of the highlights, obviously. since I went there twice, I toured the campus twice. Um and then the second time that I went, I say one of the highlights was actually during my race. Um, just because my race was delayed about three hours. Um, so instead of running midday, I was actually, I ran in the evening, um, where it was dark. So, you know, they had the lights on in the stadium, which is pretty sweet. Um, I was a big fan of that, you know, cause it's just like Friday night lights in a way. Yeah.
0: So. Track and field style. Yeah. <laughs> Track and field
1: Friday night lights. Yeah. I should have picked steeple now that I'm thinking about it. Dang it. <laughs> Missed opportunity to when run under the lights. you get down there,
0: you're going to have to tell Joe like, Hey, Fog Allen field house. Yeah. You know, we got to take a picture for Coach Dunn at least. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, they've got like, it's like Kansas Basketball Hall of Fame is in there. You can yeah. like yeah. put your hand up and like you've got. There's like uh, different. Uh, like Wilt's uh, hand is, is like one of the, like all, all like the greats. Yeah. yeah. You know, they have their hand size there and you put your hand
2: in there and their foot size and you can do like this jump game. And, like a, you have like a vert test, um, a reflex game, and uh, what else is there? There's like a few other games that they have there, which is pretty sweet. So. Yeah. Yeah, I some mean, fun
0: things to do, like even around ca- just like Stefan said, seeing the campus.
1: Mm. But we're gonna have like I think four hours in between events or something like that because I think Steph and Jake compete in the morning and then on Friday, and then we'll have time for like lunch and whatnot. And then we have the DMR and then drive all the way back to drive back down to Iowa. It's not the, that far to like, meet next downtown Next day,
0: Lawrence from KU2. You yeah. go down the hill and then they've got like kind of a row of different restaurants and you probably remember walking that a little bit stuff too. Like you, it's just like there's some like ma and pa type restaurant shops. And Is there an egg like doves and like all these other things.
1: Egg zinc? No, they
2: don't have ex-ink. one of those. They ah! have a first watch. They have a first, <laughs> watch. Have have a first watch there <laughs> oh, though. I know you're talking and about that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <watch a> <laughs> but I think, I don't know if you've been to first watch Jake. Yeah. No, maybe I haven't been down to Kansas. Okay. But yeah, no, it's it's an experience. It's, it's definitely, there's so much about it that um, for me is nostalgic just in general. But I love, I love the fact that, I mean, now it's very nostalgic for Stefan. Jake and you're going to get like a taste of it now too. And you guys might all be Jayhawk fans in the future.
1: I, I wouldn't go that far, but I'll, I'll definitely get a t-shirt or something. <laughs> yeah, get, get
2: a long tee. Yeah. Like
0: yeah they got some sweet that. Kansas Relay
1: swag you can come back with. Yeah.
0: Last didn't they have like our all the teams yeah, that they competed all, there they last
2: the time? Yeah, I had uh long sleeve. It was it, it was on my back. Bethany Lutheran, but it had all the schools that were Oh, there, all that kinda like what they
1: training. would do for like section meets and stuff like yeah. that for the state yeah, of Minnesota. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, like all the colleges yeah, yeah. that yeah. compete in. So that's that's kind of sweet. Mm. Um, so wait, where was your picture in our itinerary? of you competing. Cause like we had one of Steph and Jill, but like there was well, none of you. My whole thing so I'm is, just is
0: it, I'd have to, we'd have to dig in Facebook <laughs> into Facebook the archives. Or we'd have to dig. <laughs> I'd, I'd have to call my old coach. who's actually, he's going to be down there too. Oh, uh, he's bringing like a four by four, a four by one. And then the, his two, 400 guys. So, gotcha. Um, so yeah, you might have to ask him if he's got any pictures of me.
1: Well, we'll with get, we'll old, get that sorted the then. Track. We'll have to get it for conference. <laughs>
0: They have a they have a bowling alley
1: like in their like union, isn't that crazy? I think is that like
0: a normal thing. MSU MSU I think has one. one, one, Yeah, Yeah. great. MSU's got one too. This was years ago. This (laughs) is when I was I was you know this is we're talking decade like over a decade, I mean close to two decades.
2: MSU has had theirs since I've been in school, since you know since when I was in school. That's still not as they've also had it since (laughs) I was in school. (laughs) Eight years. Um, Yeah.
0: No, it's cool. It's cool though. It, it really is. You're gonna have a good time down there. Soak it all in, bud. We'll do. Kind of like
1: Drake, where I was just smiling the whole time I was on the <laughs> track, not actually focusing on. Oh yeah, I need to actually run. I'm just. I'm at Drake. Oh, oh that was wow. Like your
0: shortest race, like race. That you've Easily, ever ran, like
1: isn't? I, I was feeling so good after that. I walked past an official who was like. Boy, you didn't look like you broke a sweat at all. And I'm like, yeah, they had a 5K guy run a 200 and he just got the huge like the biggest kick out of that. Was just like they had a 5K guy run the 200. I'm like, yeah, well, my other teammates can run faster than me in the longer distances, so they just put me at a 200 and called it. Dude, shout out to the officials at these big meets too. Like
0: they are they're on with everything and they're they're really like social like they're they're social they they want to be able to communicate with you guys they want to have they're having fun there too um but we've had officials that obviously these these bigger meets that um you know have had some good interactions with you guys mm-hmm. so that's cool that like you've
1: it definitely adds to the experience because you definitely feel like they care too like it's not just them kind of going through the motions like oh it's another meet like they know the How hard it was for us to qualify to be able to get to that point, how big it is for us to be able to run at a place like this, at a meet like this and whatnot. And they like add to the experience by just saying, you know, hey, good job. You know, they're still going to do their job and direct people off and try to keep the infield clear and stuff like that. But, you know, they'll still take the time to say, hey, good job, or just kind of interact with you and just kind of brighten that experience a little more too. So it's definitely fun to have people like that around the sport that just kind of adds to the environment too.
0: Yeah, it it's it definitely makes just takes it up a notch. And um, but in no, all these big meets, I mean, these are the officials that go to like national type meets, D one, D two, D three, you know, NAIA, all, all those big championship meets, big time, you know, conference championships. These are probably some of the officials that are at Big Twelves and SECs and Big Tens that go to meets like Drake in Kansas to offici- officiate. So um, it is it is fun to see these men and women that are you know in in officiating and, and doing something that I think we all just take for granted as athletes obviously you know regardless of the sport we're in it's like hey there's there's officials that are going to be here doing whatever but yeah they, they got to do their job and they they take it seriously too so yeah but well I I, I mean mine could be a saga here my origin story so I'm, I'm definitely gonna get rolling on it. Probably dive in here if that's all right with you guys. Yeah, let's um, hear it. I, I'm I'm really cutting back here. <laughs> no, it's. Do we need a two-parter? No, because, um, I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> No, I am hoping I can be efficient with this. This is when like the teacher or professor asks for like a I want a two-page paper and you're done writing and it's like ten pages or like y- you really could use ten pages and you're like, what am I doing? All oh,
1: right. so like an EdTPA paper. Yeah, ed- it's, it's annoying yeah. like that. Like, Fair enough.
0: Um, well, I mean, to start everything, like I I was actually, I don't know if you guys
1: know this, but I was born in LaSour,
0: Minnesota. Um, and so I'm literally from just down the road or up the road, I guess on 169. And, um, but, uh, you know, I only lived there for a handful of years, um, actually moved to, to Grand Forks, North Dakota, um, when I was five and, uh, that's, that's really where I started to get into sports a lot more. Um, prior to that, I, you know, started doing golfing, and I was water, I learned how to water ski at four and golf at four and all that kind of good stuff. Um, but I, I really started getting into more sports, um, grand forks. Um, it used to be UND fighting Sioux hockey. And those of us that, that are big UND hockey fans, um, you know, it still really is the Sioux for us. Um, obviously they're the fighting Hawks now. Um, But definitely something that I grew up just cherishing and loving was that hockey. So, you know, funny that last week you're mentioning hockey for you a little bit, too, at a young age. It's crazy how just hockey in the upper Midwest is a is a thing. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like I never play. I never played hockey. Um, You know, I I didn't live in the upper Midwest long enough before we moved again. But um, to, to really get into skating, plus I hadn't started at the age of three, which is really what you need to do. <laughs> you wanna play. Um whether you're in North Dakota or Minnesota. So um, you know, that was that was great. Um when I was there too, uh my grandparents lived in in Mayville, North Dakota, which is um also kind of just down the road, so that equidistant from like here to Saint Peter is is what it is from Mankato to Saint Peter is basically what it is from Grand Forks to Mayville. And um we would we would go to a bunch of high school games High school basketball games. Um and Mayville basketball was legit. Like Mayville High School basketball, small town North Dakota. A lot of people don't know us, but Phil Jackson's from North Dakota. Um, and and so you talk about just like history in North Dakota, but like Ben Jacobson, who's the cur- current Northern Iowa coach, um, he played at, at Mayville. Uh, Travis Kraft. So I actually played basketball when I got older against his son, Calvin. Um, But Travis Kraft played at South Carolina. Um, He's actually known for his three-point sharp shooting skills, and he had a big three-point shot against Florida. um, uh, when Florida was, I think, undefeated at the time. And you can find it on YouTube and all that stuff, Travis Kraft, three-point shot. Um, So he played at South Carolina, D1. Um, So lots of, like, just kind of days growing up again, playing basketball. Um, you know, just like you guys wanted to grow up being an NBA basketball player. Like (laughs) this, that's what we want to do. Um, but it inspired me big time. Um, third grade, my mom wanted to get her PhD. So we moved out to Portland. And, um, at this time I had a younger brother too. Um, when we moved to Grand Forks, um, I had a younger brother as well, but my brother was getting a little bit older this is just three years removed from when we moved up to uh Grand Forks. Um and in Portland, Oregon. Um, I got into soccer big time. I played basketball, I played baseball. Um, I actually became a pretty big Trailblazers fan when I was out there. And this is like in the old like Sabonis days, where now like for the Sacramento Kings, like DeMonte Sabonis, which is his son, like plays, um and his son went to Gonzaga. So there's crazy ties there too. But like um, no, I I was a big uh, Blazer fan. I remember going down to the Rose Garden. I actually um, got to see like Hakeem Olajuwon and and Charles come in and play like one night. This is how old I am.
1: <laughs> was this was this still in? Was wasn't I'm trying to remember because at one point, like Rashid Wallace
0: was on the team. If you guys remember Rashid Wallace, yeah, like he was yeah. just a he was a grinder. I mean, he wasn't quite like a Dennis Rodman type bruiser, but like Rashid Wallace, he. He got fired up pretty high.
1: Was this still when the Trailblazers played in like an all glass arena where you could see like to the outside and No,
0: I mean the Rose Garden is still I think it's still there that they, they It's just they like st-
1: the Moda Center now or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they
0: they changed the the name, but the Rose Garden, um no, it was it but it was it was an incredible arena. Um went to quite a few games down there actually. Um and you know while I was there this is a this is a crazy shout out. So um, my one of my best friends from Portland and I are still really good friends, uh, Kyle Sisk, and um, we were we we would play you know basketball, baseball. We we'd play sports together. We were on sports teams, things like that. We went to we went to school to get together, um, but it, we were in the same class. Um, and I remember specifically, and this is probably what made me like a huge sports nut, but Mrs. Soderstrom and Mrs. Vb. We had like shared classrooms. There was like a divider between. And we um would literally during March Madness, they'd roll TVs in and our t- and our classes would just get chairs and we'd sit and watch the University of Oregon play. And I remember they like upset Xavier um one of the years and we were going crazy. And that Mrs. BB and Mrs. Soderstrom were probably the teachers that really like pushed me into sports <laughs> with their excitement for it. Um but yeah, no, I remember watching, watching basketball, um, in class and then they were huge duck football fans even back then. And, um, they'd have season tickets and go to games all the time and they'd be, you know, for any dress up days, they'd be wearing their Oregon ducks gear and all of this stuff. So I, I became a pretty like hot Oregon duck fan then too. Um, and, and so that kind of got me going there. Um, you know, sixth grade, I moved to Fargo. Um, and, uh, my mom, my mom got a position at Concordia college and I, um, was pretty like right away into all the sports I did, um, traveling basketball. When I got there, that was kind of my like thing that I'd done forever. I was thinking about doing soccer and, and baseball still, but I actually, um, ended up going out for cross country, um, cause I was told. Soccer was going to be in the spring. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll try football. Let me tell you, like, I, Steph, you said you played football a little bit, right? Yeah. Okay. So me with the football, Jake and you did.
1: I I played for one year.
0: Okay. So I played for like one week.
1: (laughs) And I would like, the
0: problem wasn't like, like I love football. I I love football. Um, Big fan flag football. I'd probably be okay at, but like, football i was like holding my helmet on because it was too big and i was like hold my pants up because they were too big so i was like i was running a route as like a wide receiver right it, just in practices and stuff and i was like holding on to my like gear like I, like I, if i dropped my pants my pants would be dropping if i dropped my helmet my helmet would be side i was like you know the little giants <laughs> like that that kind of a look right yeah and so i was just like man like this this sucks like I, like i can't i can't keep doing this like it like Whatever they do. I don't have the gear that's gonna fit me. Gotta do something else. So in my warm up ripaway basketball sweats that I had from traveling basketball and in my like um warm up top that was both of them were like silk, like oh. very like heavy, right? Yeah. <laughs> I go out and this is like the first day. So we're talking like not the first day obviously of practice, but it's like, you know, second week of cross country practice and first day for me. It's like a upper eighties humidity is up there kind of a day. And all I was told is just, just go run. So I, you know, like a good kid, like, I'm just like, all right, you know, I don't know what this is. (laughs) I just went out and ran and I can't remember if it was like an hour later, I'm running in some neighborhood. I don't know where I am. (laughs) Literally have no idea. And my mom just comes like rolling around the corner in, in her vehicle. Hey, like picking you up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Like I got in and sweating like crazy, like hot as heck. My mom was like, how'd you like that? Like, you okay? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yeah. And I was like, breathing heavy and apparently I was like, yeah, I want it. <laughs> <laughs> And so from that moment, like I just started taking off with, with running and, um, went to state every year in cross country. Um, I got, and, and that's really why I ended up staying in it. The cross coach actually called the soccer coach and said, like, T- he needs to stay out like my seventh grade year. He's like, yeah, you can't go for soccer. So at the end of the day, I just stuck with it just because it was something that, you know, it it felt like the. The team liked having me on it. I liked being on it. Like I, I started like getting some confidence with myself with with sports as well. Um, and and I and I took off with it. And um, you know, in, in basketball, I did through the years. My my heyday of basketball was definitely middle school, like Reggie Miller time, like hitting threes. I had seven threes in one game, which was pretty sick. But that um, was in middle school. And then school. I got into high school, and then it was just a different game. <laughs> I like you know, like I couldn't, I, I couldn't hang with the bigger guys. Um, but I played good defense, and uh, like I said, I played against Travis Craft's son, Calvin, and him and I. I mean, we we knew each other. There, he was from Central Cass, and so, um, that's just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Fargo. And so, being able to, um, you know, we we played against each other a couple different times. He actually ran track a little bit too, and I'd get mine when I played against him there. But, um, no, it, it was, it was good and, and got after track and absolutely loved both track and cross country through high school. Um, you know, and, and while I was doing, um, you know, track on my senior year, I was actually undefeated in the 400 all the way to state. Um, and I remember getting to state and there's, I was just like, the confidence was always there like during the season that year. Cause it was just like, you know, the guy, the official would come up to me. What lane do you want? And I was just like, I don't care. Just give me like three, four, five. Like it didn't matter. And then everybody that's sitting there is just like, are are you going to go fast today or are we just going to take it chill? (laughs) I was like, how do you, wait,
1: wait, 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 How do you take it chill in a 400?
0: I think they just didn't want me to go out hard. So they had to go hard. Oh. And and that's like,
1: (laughs) it was. I was going to say, is this like a new technique that I just don't know about? We we don't (laughs) talk about that. Okay. Okay. Especially.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> at this next level, it's not like that in college for sure. Um, uh, but no, it was, it was fun that year and, um, you know, got, I got beat at state, uh, that year, but it, it was a good run and, and, um, I wouldn't take anything away from it for sure. Um, but I, I absolutely loved sports all through high school. My, um, my grandparents and my aunt, they've had season tickets for the Vikings for forever. We actually just got rid of them like a year or two ago. We still go to um family still goes to like games um when they can and whatnot but um no i mean like growing up we would drive down from where i lived in grand forks we drive down obviously when i was portland i didn't fly back but then when we moved back to fargo i was i was back up at uh you know going to vikings games with my grandpa or my aunt or my grandma and my mom um and so we had a really good time doing that um my dad actually had like season tickets to timberwolves so when I, when I got to see him, we'd, we'd go see KG the big ticket and that got me into basketball big time and at the NBA level too. Um, and, uh, you know, it, there's just all these little things like growing up, there were things that, um, hit me through high school, um, you know, and in college I took advantage of some different things like you are right now, Jake into where you're you know, coaching different things in high school, um. And, and I coached cross country and track. Um, when I, you know, was in college, I took advantage of every internship I could. I took advantage of work experiences, you know, how God guides your life sometimes is crazy too. I remember going to a tournament or a holiday tournament in Phoenix with my family when I was in college. And I was thinking about like, what am I going to do next summer? Cause I got to do like an internship. You know, you got to get some work experience in, in college. And, um, literally we went out to eat at this mexican restaurant and there's this guy and, and i'm assuming it was his fiance at the time or his girlfriend or his wife or whatever and they're wearing k he, he's the guys were in ku gear i'm like you know what are the chances that this guy you know is is like from ku so i literally walk over to him I'm like hey like are you from ku like my grandpa and my uncle both went to ku um and you know, I, I was just wondering like if, you know, if you worked there and the guy, this was just he's just at his table. Like and I just walked up to him. Right. <laughs> so it's just, I did the same thing to say hi to Phil when I was at a restaurant and, and Phil Jackson was there, walked up to him and said, Hey, nice to meet you, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my aunt. um, that was in Portland. Um, but no, this, this was different. Um, I walked up to him and I said, Hey, yeah. And, and the guy looked at me and he's like, yeah, like I actually, I work in the marketing department. I'm like, no way. I was like, I'm looking for something to do this summer in sports. I absolutely love it. He's like, Well, hey, I'll send you give me your email address, I'll send you some info for it. So he sent me that and then that next summer I was down at KU working in the athletics department for an internship and um helped build a bill self boogie woogie night. Um that was pretty sweet. A lot of the uh greats came back. Um to that party and we're wearing like Hawaiian shirts and, and just goofing around big glasses, big sunglasses. Um, good times there, but no, it was, it was a lot of fun. We, we did a lot of different things um, during that internship. And um, when I was in college, I actually worked at a PGA championship as well. My dad was, has had been a member at Teen. So I had an in there to be able to work at a PGA championship. And this is, this is in the tiger days. This is like when he was hot hitting, you know, Everything went in championship after championship. You picked him over the field every time. Um, so while I was there, I, I've always been like a guy that's like seeking out like more. And, and when it comes to um, being there, it's like, okay, CBS is putting this on. I got to talk to Jim Nance when I'm here. So I actually, um, uh, gosh, what was his name? It was like the director of CBS at the time, Lum- Lumbo or Lar. Lar- it sounded like Lambo but it wasn't Lambo, right? It was like Lumbo or Lar- Larbo or something like that. And um he was like sitting outside and, and I just I was he I was pointed, you know, he just pointed out to me and I just said, "Okay, I got to go up to this guy." So I went up to him and I said, "Hey, you know, I'm just wondering if Jim Nance is here and and if I if he has some time like if I could just say hi to him." Um And you, know, you guys have to remember too. This is like 15 20 20 not quite
3: 20
0: almost 15 to 20 years ago right um so and jim nance was still big at this time but um yeah he had a little bit of time so i went up i was able to meet jim nance um talking to him he gave me uh a number for rich gannon um all quarterback a lot of you hopefully know. yeah yeah yep. super bowl yeah actually quarterback yep <laughs> um and When I, again, networking is huge, guys. So kids that are listening, anybody listening, just always keep networking, keep talking to people. Um, But, yeah, was talking to Rich Cannon. I I got his phone number or whatever, gave him a call, um, said like, hey, I'm looking for something to do this summer if there's anything I can do with CBS. And he's like, yeah, why don't you, like, come to Lambeau Field and we'll do, like, a CBS thing with football this summer uh, for, you know, a week and we'll get you here. We'll get you an opportunity to, like, um get into our media trailer, we'll get you up in the press box and, be, and I'll have you there with me and Kevin Harlan. And I was just like at this time I was just, you know, starry eyed too because it's like now now he's naming Kevin Harlan and just name dropping <laughs> all these guys. And so um I mean today these guys are huge still. So um yeah, did did that internship as well. And and so at the end of the day, like all these things got me big time into sports. For some reason being, you know, at Lambo didn't get me into a Packer fan like mode or anything uh, like that look, so I'm I, sorry. you know you i will <laughs> say it was a sick venue my my mom and my brother were able to come with and go to a preseason game that i was working at there then um and they both loved it and they're minnesota fans and even like the at the time i wonder if like this was a year that like far was at the vikings and i think it was because i remember um uh my mom saying like, like sitting you know and, and she's a vikings fan too but mm-hmm. we're, you know we're not wearing vikings gear at lambo um when the vikings aren't even playing <laughs> so um she's she's just there talking to people And lambo fans around him are just like man yeah you guys are gonna be so good with far this year like you guys are and it was not like smack talking yeah you know my mom and my at the time you know my brother who was pretty pretty young
1: um so yeah they had a great exp- we all had a great experience at lambo um Here, here's my question did they have you shout go pack go like just standing down on the field
0: i mean i never shout go pack
1: go. well did they have you at least shout something no i didn't okay i, I, I do not take part in that we went I, on it asked me to either but because <laughs> steph and i went on a tour this fall when we when we went to cross country and they had a South shout orbit meet right for cross. yeah yeah they had a shout go pack go standing from like the tunnel and it
2: just rang the stadium. Yeah, it I was know, loud. Stadium. Yeah. Did you actually shout that stuff? I mean, I'm. I don't have a. I don't have a team that I'm like following. <laughs> so of course I shouted <laughs> it. But are you, you kidding me? <laughs> no, you no. don't have an NFL team. I don't have an NFL team. I. W- I was a big uh, Demarius Thomas fan. You know when he played for the Broncos. RIP. You know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I. I don't really have a team. I just like watching good football. Honestly. Yeah, sports is a lot about the players Yeah, yeah it's a lot about the players. I
1: think especially with social media, too. Like, you can be a fan of a player, not necessarily a team, and just they have these huge social media followings and whatnot, too. But yeah. Yeah, I was just curious if they had you shout it, because, like, especially now with, I think, the stadium renovations that they've done to Lambeau and whatnot, like, it's gotten that much louder. More yeah. Yeah. And and they're also getting a bigger scoreboard now too, granted, who isn't at this point, but <laughs> I mean the twins replaced theirs, the Mets replaced theirs, the Phillies replaced theirs, Lambo's replacing theirs now. Well, like the there's Lambo
0: press box now has like glass on the front, right? Yeah. Because when I was there, the press box was like open. And I mean, I think, we were we were, we were there in um I guess mean, it was preseason, right? So it was yeah. August. But either way, like Still, it was open. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I I was just wondering like if that's something that that's changed too, or they close that up.
1: I think uh, I think they have the capabilities too, especially with the amount of suites that they have up there now. Yeah. Um. I think there's a lot more capabilities too. I think there are still some that probably are just like you know I want to be in the elements because I mean you're at Lambo. I mean if you're if you're a just, football
0: fan like go to Lambo. Yeah. Even if you're not, I mean like I said I'm I'm not a Packer fan. I won't be. I'll never be. But go to Lambo. It's an experience. And that's that's what sports is about. It's about different experiences. And it's if you want to see the best of the best or the most historic, most iconic type places like this is one of them. Um, You know, as much as I wish it was, you know, the old Metrodome or something that the Minnesota Vikings had that was iconic. Yeah, it's not like Lambeau Field is is the most I mean, you guys think it's probably the most iconic football stadium in the NFL?
1: I th- and I think I think for right now it is definitely I mean you look at a stadium like, AT&T, like AT&T stadium AT and T, like AT and T Stadium at it's still it's, still, it's still new though I think this is, I think this is the most historic like yeah. it's been around the longest it's it, it gone through a be. lot of
2: upgrades yeah. I mean the only other place I would say like is like the Coliseum, yeah, yeah the Coliseum yeah yeah so I agree with that other than that like I don't I don't see any other place being that historic. Rose like, Bowl, like Yankee Stadium yeah. and yeah. and
0: Fenway, like yeah. those are iconic places, obviously mm-hmm. too. But
2: but Yankee
1: Stadium was rebuilt say, uh, or built the a,
2: big house, big house, yeah. You know it's one of the biggest stadiums in the world. But mm-hmm. you know, yeah,
0: no, that is for sure. um But yeah, no, I so just lots of like fun experiences through college, like really taking advantage of that, and I I didn't stop there either. So like I I went to grad school. Well, first I went to China and did a gig there coaching and that was fantastic. My wife, fiance at the time had uh, another year left of nursing and it was going to be really busy. Um, so I took that opportunity to get engaged to her and then go to China. So she knew, <laughs> she knew I wasn't leaving and I knew she wasn't leaving me <laughs>
1: when I was in China and come back. And so you look. got engaged and then said, yep. All right. All the wedding planning is on you. I will be across the ocean. Yeah.
0: Well, and honestly, I was actually going to... So the story of, of my proposal to my wife, Nicole, was going to be on the Great Wall of China in China because she was going to come out and visit me the last month I was there. Um, and we were going to tour around and do different things. And I will have you know would have been there for quite a bit of time. And so I at that time, yeah, the expectation was I'll know the area. But I remember thinking, like, man, I got to go through customs with a ring. Like, I have to get there. I don't want to lose the... I'm going to be there for you Know half a year plus with this ring and not wanting to lose it, yeah. And, and me, for those of you that know me, like I don't necessarily lose things, but like <laughs> I misplace things, <laughs> uh, I get scatterbrained at times. And <laughs> I, I, I yeah, that, that hasn't come. I mean, maybe it's getting worse with age, but like I've had that <laughs> probably forever. My family would tell you that, my friends would tell you that at times, and, and you guys would tell other people that too. Um, but I think. You know, so I, I was like, man, I got to figure out something good to do because what's going to live up to, like, the Great Wall of China? Like, doing a proposal like that. Like, that was where my head was at, and it's like, how am I going to get there again? So, um, again, as I told you earlier, we've had, we have had season tickets and, uh, for UND Sioux Hockey for years and um, decades, and um, I was like, man, I should do this, like, at a Sioux Hockey game she she's from grafton north dakota so small town north dakota about an hour north of grand forks um and her family could be there my family could be there um so i was like man this is like this is perfect like we we should do this um so i called my grandpa and um you know family was involved in in getting the tickets and everything and Um, We were able to get enough tickets. My brother brought a friend that night. I can't remember who that friend was, but like, like Aaron said, or Nicole said, like your friend got a show tonight. Like (laughs) expect you getting engaged tonight, like at this, at this hockey game. And my brother didn't know at the time either. Uh, My mom knew her parents knew and they were there, but her brother and sister didn't know and they were there. Um, And so we're, we, we always had like four tickets kind of like right behind the goal and where we were sitting was up in the, the student section area because we had a couple extra like season tickets that we could get from over there as well. in the student section area, we had like two or four over there we could get. And so we're sitting up there and I'm kind of given the script before like everything happens. You know, you're going to have um, some kind of like, you know, jazzy music come on and going to get all like funky a little bit and you're going to be like oh man this is it right sweating <laughs> dogs <laughs> and so it comes on and i'm like looking up i'm like oh, shit like i'm on the big screen like this is my <laughs> moment man and this is like first period it's like or second period it's like during a timeout we actually got a dvd of this so like we can like watch this if we want to because there's was, there's was a game as und was playing wisconsin um uh, game ended up going to overtime and obviously best team wins so go sue uh, <laughs> yeah. and sorry Jake can- you don't really care. Fair, about fair enough. Hockey, fair so enough. Okay. Hey, I
1: mean, we're on the come up though. Yeah, we're we're, we're if you're not we're gonna first, be getting better. If you're
0: not first, you're last. My family would appreciate that shout out too. <laughs> um, so when when you know it happened, you know she's obviously like just surprised and all that. But yeah, so we got we got engaged at, at, a, at a Sioux hockey game. And I remember just benches, both sides like clapping and everything like that because they were watching. It was on the big screen. It was during a timeout. It's like, man, I hope nothing serious is being said in these timeouts because like <laughs> all these guys are like looking up, there are clapping. Like, <laughs> the place was going crazy. And, um, you know, I never thought that like you never, you know, you never know how you're going to find the one. You never know how you're going to get, you know, like married or things like that. But I never planned getting engaged at a at a live sporting event you know it was never like my thing that i was going to do and then it was just it was like man this opportunity came up and it was great because like i said her family was there my family was there um it was on tv locally and we got a um we got like a dvd kind of keepsake thing afterwards too of the whole game and everything so it was pretty fun um but now i did that came back my wife and i and she had finished her gig so after um getting back and i guess that was her junior and that's when like clinicals were big her senior year um i ended up coaching cross country and track in high school uh for high school and um and then that next year i was off to get my master's at gonzaga university and that's i became a big gu guy um you know got to to rub shoulders and work in the bulldog club with, um, for men's basketball. And when we were doing workouts and, and plyos and mobility and different things like that, um, Mark few was always walking through and talking really, really nice guy, um, in the weight room. Imagine that, like I found a weight room in my life. Um, <laughs> John Stockton, I met John Stockton in a weight room. His son at the time was actually a, a member of Gonzaga. Um, there's a, there's a bar in, uh, Spokane that's named after the, the Stockton's. Um, it's like a block away from GU. So that's kind of iconic. If you guys ever make it out to Spokane, um,
1: next but, cross trip.
0: Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Jagan. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, imagine, sorry. Sorry. imagine that crazy. Uh, wow. But no, I I mean like it was, it, that was great out there. I took advantage of a lot of different experiences as I did when I was in undergrad, um and had opportunities to to go work at the WCC championships in Vegas for a couple of years um coached Gonzaga track and field and cross country and I was like full time I was in and out in early out late traveling with them to different meets and all that coaching it was it was a lot of fun both Patty Lay and Pat Tyson taught me a lot um and I owe a lot of what I am today and have today to them obviously Garrett Larson Concordia has done a lot of that for me too um, and still does today. But, you know, these guys out in, at GU um, and Patty's back coaching, I think, at Gig Harbor High School where she's got one of like, the best high school programs. Um, and and Pat Tyson's still out at GU. But we definitely still stay connected. And, um, you know, I was able to rub shoulders with guys like Bill Dellinger, one of the coaches of University of Oregon back in the day when Pre was on it. Um, and I was actually at Bill Dellinger's house which was pretty sick, uh, to be to be back there. He was married to a woman from North Dakota as well. So there's like some crazy just like little ties here where just throughout life there was these little things. You you know when somebody's from North Dakota, it's just like, wow, somebody's from North Dakota? Like people are from there. <laughs> um, but it's really cool. Um, and then uh, even like Alberto Salazar, you know, meeting him, uh Mary Kane was one of his athletes at the time. Um you know, lots of different things out there from game day operations work to, I worked a boxing championship. I worked to special Olympics. Um, but I've always been very close to sports. And I think that's com- that stems from my mom and her family for sure. They're big sports fans. Like I said, with season tickets to Sioux hockey, Minnesota Vikings, you know, even my dad with season tickets to the Timberwolves, um, you know we got we got to our fair share of things my uncle has had season tickets to the jayhawks basketball um for years and so you know got into that um and and i think being to multiple ncaa tournaments um world cup qualifiers out in, over in europe um you know have just had my involvement with sports through my lifetime and um i think throughout the entire thing it's just my just being around people that I'm a social guy like you guys know I could literally meet with one person and talk to him for an hour and be told stop (laughs) yeah (laughs) right yeah so you know maybe a little bit like this is going right now talking for an hour and you guys are probably like stop but no it's it's just um you get to be social in sports and I love doing that I love I love talking to people I love getting to know people um i love the i love how sports make you feel like ups and downs of it like what you can learn from sports and i think that all stems to why i love being a coach you know now too is 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 i get an opportunity to meet talk help others like grow um and and really find a love for for life through sport too so um yeah i mean just a little bit of a uh Kind of splash into into my I guess life of of sports and everything and yeah, um, yeah now now my brother's living out in Boston and so I, I gotta I gotta be a Red Sox guy when I'm out there and and Fenway's iconic and I've I've never been a Yankee fan I've got family that are Yankees fans um, can't have it my can't have aunt, it aunt, aunt married a guy can't from do it. New York and so Yankees have a place in our family when it comes to like how much you know he cares about them. Um, They've lived out in San Francisco forever. So they're Giants fans too, which is ridiculous. So, you know, people say it's crazy that I have, that I'm a fan of like NDSU Bison football and UND hockey and Gonzaga basketball and Oregon football and Kansas basketball. But like I have ties, like I have ties to those places. So it's kind of like, and I've had (laughs) things in life that have brought me You know to become a fan of those teams So i'm not just jumping on a bandwagon For any of this stuff like it all means something To me in a lot of different ways
1: so we have The guy who's uh, who's got sentimental Picks with every sports team We have a guy who i swear Just likes the color blue but in like 50 different shades
0: (laughs) he's wearing his Michigan he's wearing his michigan Michigan shirt Right now now. are they in season for anything
1: You care about softball (laughs) Baseball. Track. Track. Hey, they're actually Track. really good at baseball. The, the,
0: <laughs> they are. I, I saw, I've seen them at the College World Series, but we don't need to dive into that. <laughs> yet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then we've got the guy who's just Wisconsin everything except for hockey because, well, I mean, there's the Admirals. They're more AHL, something like that. I don't know.
2: So who do you follow for hockey, though?
1: The Wild. Okay. Same so thing with MLS. How about the United. Wild right
0: now, though, too? Hey. I mean, NHL playoffs are
1: coming up. They well. literally two weeks ago, they were the two seed. Now I think they're the seven seed. That is how crazy stacked that Western Conference is.
0: But I think like the good thing is like anything can happen in that playoff. I mean, obviously I think the, uh, you know, there's 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 always the the hot takes. The one seed is typically always something that it's just, you know, Hard to break. And what are the wild ranked right now in the uh,
1: Currently, they are six. It goes Golden Knights one, um, Oilers two, Avalanche three, Stars four, Kings five, Wild six, Kraken seven, and Winnipeg Jets are eight. That's crazy. Everybody has one game left to play except for the Avs and the Stars. They have two. The Avs aren't first? Avs aren't first, but if they win out and vegas loses then they would jump vegas for the one seed
0: okay so vegas is the one seed
1: but one through seven are separated by nine points
0: that's that's crazy that's insane
1: which is absolutely wild I, and and like, I th-
0: what, there you go i like the plug um uh, <laughs> but seriously like hockey has been actually pretty crazy this year like there's i mean the boston bruins just got the win total record at 63
1: Yeah, and they Um, they have one more yet to play. And and
0: they've been rolling. Um, There's a guy from the Oilers uh, who just broke, like, the single-season points record. Um, Yeah, here it is. Uh, Single-season points record for Connor McDavid from Edmonton. Sixth player to have 150 points in single season. He has 62 goals. This was, like, a week ago. (laughs) So, like, you know... What?
1: In, insane. H-
0: had anybody heard of Connor McDavid before? I mean, that, I, I just plugged that.
1: <laughs> I had a little bit cuz I kind of follow hockey a little bit. Like if the Wild are doing well, I'm probably going to watch it a little more, but it's like one of those like I really have to like sit and watch, but like especially now that it's getting more media exposure with their TV deals with TNT and ESPN, it's on a lot more and it's like more readily available to be like, oh, the Wild just won. Oh, the Bruins are on a tear. And different things like that so i think with the more media exposure i'm starting to hear more of those things yeah and whatnot but i've heard of Connor mcdavid because he was like the number one pick in what was it 17 or 18 or something like that and like him and i think it's austin meadows from tampa are like the two like young bucks who are supposed to like help bring the league new heights or something like that it's like lamar jackson patrick mahomes for the nfl like they're the young guys that are supposed to be like that good and like different things like that. So,
0: and f- is Friday the last day of the regular season?
1: Yeah, Thursday, Friday, I think are the last games, and they start playoffs because NHL and NBA are on similar timelines.
0: And and for people out there that aren't like big NHL fans, if you flip on a playoff game, they're wa- they're crazy to watch. They're a lot of fun to watch. Uh, Just I mean, like the atmosphere at some of these places for like the fans, like. PDA all over the place in hockey. Like Edmonton Oilers have one of the Orange Crush. Like they have one of the yeah. coolest, just like home uh home ice uh type uh in environments. Um, but it, it is, it's a big deal. And if you like fast like sports that are like go, 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 lots of action, like hockey, like playoff hockey's up there and just being fun to watch, whether you're a big huge fan or even a fair weather fan, like just it's it's good TV.
1: Well, and I watched the whole series between the Maple Leafs and the Rangers last year before the Stanley Cup final, and that was quite possibly what kind of turned me on more to hockey was just that series was just so intense. He had two of the best goalkeepers that season um, playing and whatnot. It was a back-and-forth series. I think New York took two, then Tampa took two, and then it just went back and forth after that or something like that. But it was just such an entertaining series. And then even the Stanley Cup final, I think the Avs won in six last year, but it was still a really fun series to watch. So, yeah, I mean, playoff hockey, like, there's nothing like it. And, honestly, you could be beat on any given night at home or away as the one seed or the eight seed. Like, it doesn't matter. And I think that's – they're really – like, there's nothing like home ice advantage, but at the same time, it can also maybe work against you in different ways and stuff like that. So – yeah more to look forward to with that next week especially with playoffs starting and whatnot we should get a rematch of tan um of no not tampa yeah no wait hold on let me count might be a little hard no it's not um it's the maple Leafs and the rangers not tampa and the rangers yep. tampa's actually below everybody and they've been kind of the kings of the east the past couple of That's years
0: crazy yeah they've they've been relevant for a while now so it's it's they're taking their turn they're taking their turn it's i think sports are getting better at at having a little bit more um i mean i think in in sport by sport you could say that there's a lot of teams each year that kind of make their way into the playoffs that weren't expected or out of the playoffs like in the nba the Mavs this year you know like
2: western's (laughs) conference finals in uh, 2022 yeah and then come back in 2023 and don't make the playoffs, miss the play-in game
1: after trading for a player like Kyrie Irving too.
2: Dude. So, you know, obviously that whole Kyrie Irving trade, right? We cannot place the blame of their losses. I'm hundred percent in
0: agreement with we, you. We, we cannot. There are big Kyrie <laughs> haters out there, but it, it, it is not. The Mavs are not a recipe from uh, because of what happened to him. Like the, their their end
2: result they just have to realize that the pieces they lost right in the process of getting Kyrie was bigger on the defensive side than it was on the offensive side do they
0: give up a lot of draft stock for this next year or do, do you think they uh do, I, do
2: they do they have draft I'll
1: I'll look up details I'm not exactly
2: sure I just know they uh they gave up Spencer Dinwiddie and they give him another player as well. He's a good role player too, right? But he's also a good defensive player, perimeter player. You know, perimeter defense. How about defense
0: in the NBA this year? By the way, it, where is it?
2: Everyone, have people forgot okay, how to, to play? You have to understand. The that. Golden
0: State Warriors had over 150 points the other night. Yes, <laughs> to,
2: I'm like, <laughs> but you have to understand that today's <laughs> game is so much different than what it used to be. Today's game is let's be Steph Curry. That's what everyone's yeah, playing if he like
1: everybody's trying to shoot at three and they're it, trying to shoot at 40, 50%. Do you
0: think they'll change the three point line? Hasn't that been like
2: rumbled it, around a little bit? It's been changing a little bit in like different uh, levels of the game. Yeah, It's
1: not going to change NBA unless they're uh, going to make a four point line or something like that. But even still, you're going to still have guys like Steph Curry, Trey Young, have, Damian I mean, Lillard. I mean,
2: they might like move it like another foot out maybe. Um, But then again, like then you have to expand the court. Yeah. Right. Just because of it. Cause to make it a little wider.
1: It. Yeah. Um, the full trade that sent Kyrie Irving to the Mavericks was the Nets sent Kyrie Irving and Markeith Morris to the Mavericks in exchange for Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney Smith, a 2029 first, unprotected, and then two second rounders in 27 and 29. Which is absolutely insane, actually, because like the NBA, you can trade out like I don't think it's 10 years, but it's almost 10 years worth of draft picks, which is wild. That you can just be like, all right, yeah, in twenty twenty nine, you can just have this pick, knowing full well that that team might turn around and just trade it to somebody Who's, else.
0: Who sets up that trade, and says, hey, like, you guys approve of this, or you guys don't? Like, I mean, like in general, how is that in your eyes? Like, I, I think they, at it and, I think
2: they start with a proposal. Right. So the proposal is made in the front offices. Yeah. And then I think they send it to like the league's office to see if it's something that can comply with their, you know, official rules
1: cap with luxury tax with, um, you know, are the picks good in good standing and whatnot. There's no holds on them or anything Um,
0: that has to be like one of
1: the further out
0: draft picks that has ever been tra- traded uh right? i think i mean most often I think it's like th- the first like this year next year even in two I think years
2: I, i've seen um when they do it like a like four or five years in advance or you know out i guess yeah this is like um, six but yeah no you know what i mean like it is that's crazy so man. it's I so understand, but. these it's, kids are in like high school right now that
0: are like hey i'm gonna be drafted by the <laughs> you got like a 14 year old right now saying like I want to go to Mavs in 2029.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's 7 years for how far out they can trade a tra- draft pick. Okay. So I think 2029 was the cap for this year, so next year it'll be
3: 2030.
1: Okay. Interesting. But it's still like they're they're going to have to wait now to kind of cash in on that till 2029 when it's a first round pick um and stuff like that. So I don't know, it's going to I think the Mavs have said that they want to try to retain Kyrie, which I think is fair because they they got what maybe fifteen games with Luka and Kyrie actually playing due to things like rest and injury. And I know they're being um, they're under investigation for what happened in the final game of the season when they just rested everybody in a, like a huge moment for their season or something.
2: I I do want to know what they're going to do next year to change. You know the the dynamic of the team of how it was to end the season. Yeah, right. Because you know, looking back in February, you know it showed that they had like a ninety six percent chance of making the playoffs. Yeah, Um, and then obviously like a few weeks ago, those dwindled down to like four percent. Right. Yeah. That's a huge swing, Um, and they just need pieces. You know, pieces defensively, probably some more bigger bodies um, down in the paint. Grab some more rebounds, um, and stuff like that. But obviously, they just need some help. Um, Kyrie's probably gonna be—I mean, not Kyrie. Uh, Luca, I, th- I believe he's going on his last year. Yeah. Um, in his contract deal with uh with the Mavs, so like anything can happen after next year. I know
0: people are worried about that, but do you really see him leaving Dallas?
2: I mean, I, I don't. But then again, like who said you know you could say the same thing about what happened with yeah. Steve Nash. When Steve Nash was there. True. Right. They just gave him away. But he
0: was getting old. He wasn't right at he, the time. How many he how many years did he have with the Suns? Just three?
1: Nash with the Suns, I don't know. Let me look. I will say too, right? w- since the um with the whole Kyrie Irving trade, uh they played twenty seven games. Uh s- from, from, back February back 6th, from February sixth. From February sixth, um, to the end of the season the Mavs went 10 and 17 at the time of that trade they were 28 and 27 firmly in the hunt for the playoffs in the west
0: that's crazy I mean they found their way back into it again yeah but um it, it'll be interesting to see what the Dallas Mavs do in the offseason I don't know like what kind of cap space they're gonna have or anything but like they're they're gonna need to do something
2: pick up uh, they're gonna need to change their lineup a little bit pick up cousins He's in Puerto Rico. I know. I There was a bunch
1: of players like Hassan Whiteside is down there. Um, Cousins is down there. I I
0: said let's trade Towns for Doncic straight up for years. I've done the whole NBA (laughs) trade thing, and it's pretty dang close. I think it works. I'd I'd take him. I'd take him. (laughs) So let's take Doncic. Do you think both teams would would want to take him, though?
1: No, I I feel like there's too many loyal like not only loyal like fans to those players, but also just like uh, they're both. I think green. I think both franchises like front office people are loyal to their players too. They aren't just going to be like, oh yeah, we're going to trade you for.
0: I think Cuban likes. I'd no, say it too much. I'd say
2: Minnesota would make the trade, but Dallas wouldn't make the. trade. I don't think Dallas. What's would. What's
0: our sweetener for the pit? The <laughs> do we give them a first round and in- first round
2: in towns. A 2020, 20, th-
1: 2029, 2029, 20, 2023, <laughs> twenty thirty. Twenty twenty thirty, what? <laughs> what? Wait a I minute. That's, that's too far. <laughs> yeah. What are we doing? It's not seven <laughs> years.
0: Uh, no, that's going to be cool. Um, but I mean, we're on it. We might as well talk about the playoffs a little bit, Steph. Yeah. Yeah, sure dive into some
2: hey today uh the bulls actually just beat the Raptors. they came back from 19 down 19 down with nine minutes to go in the third quarter
1: zach levine was on a tear he had 17 in that third and then just carried him to the win from there how many did he end up with uh 39
0: 39. yeah he had 26 after the third quarter was over so his fourth quarter quarter. was he showed up for as well he he used to play for the Timberwolves, right? Yeah, he did. Like what? What happened? I was Why
2: surprised.
1: Of so I was surprised got, when they traded him, it? but at the same time, it was just kind of like he. It was, uh, was going to take him too long. They wanted to. I think well, they, they were more focused on like we want to win now. They want Wiggins, yeah.
2: They wanted to keep Wiggins. It was either Wiggins or Levine. They they wanted to keep Wiggins, and it was for Jimmy Butler. Right, we got Jimmy mm-hmm. Butler out of that. Yeah. yeah, and then we and then we like literally then, said, "See you later." Honestly, the year after I it. feel like if we would have had Levine and Jimmy Butler. I feel like the the dynamic in the playoffs that year would have been way different. Yeah. Personally, um, you know, no, no shots at you know Andrew Wiggins. Obviously, you're NBA champion. You know, kudos to you. You're a great NBA player. Glad to have you back with the Golden State Warriors. Hopefully, you guys can make a run in the playoffs this year. Rock chalk Jayhawk.
0: Okay, you. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: that too. <laughs> well, let's, <Wiggins. laughs>
0: let's go, man.
2: <laughs> but
1: no, I think I think it would de- the dynamic definitely would have been a lot different if. Levine was there over Wiggins, but I think at the same time, I don't, I don't think you can necessarily fault because I don't know that anybody, even Minnesota, even Chicago would have known how big Levine would have been as a star besides like his dunking ability. I mean, like
2: um, I I totally agree with you. I mean, like I I can see how like the front offices and stuff like that will be a little, you know, weary about it. But like personally myself, I was a big fan of Levine Mm -hmm. um, and I was too. He he was like dunk
0: champ when he was at. (laughs) Minnesota, he was dunk right? champ. He, Two
1: years a he was very. He was a very exciting player. I just think he was raw and like he hadn't developed to the point like they were like, all right, we know what we have. I think he was still developing this in his is time Minnesota with Minnesota. Sports,
0: guys, okay, this is Minnesota sports. We develop champions,
1: and we but they don't win here. <laughs> it's, pass, if it's high schoolers, college players, players. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you right now,
0: professionals. If you're here and you don't win, we'll get you somewhere to win. Like that's that's just what happens. And it's it's, it's painful from the Minnesota fo- sports fan. That's, That's why true. I became a Celtics guy. That's why, I, ke- I mean, Kevin Garnett went there. <laughs> Best years of my life cheering for the Celtics. And I had hey, first watched year, him play for the Timberwolves.
2: Ring. First year.
0: Right. Big poppy goes out
1: to Boston, plays for the Red
0: Gets Sox. a
2: few of them. Abs- this is what I'm saying. Are you sure it's
1: just not a Boston thing that it's... <laughs> <laughs> no, this is why I'm a Boston
0: fan now is because of all this... <laughs> you'd you'd think there that we were a minor league program for Boston in some sense, but um, no, it's just it, Levine. He's gonna get his. He's gonna get his at some point. I he's, just feel he's, like he's a good uh, player.
2: the Bulls. They need to work on their roster a little bit. Um, they have some good players. I mean, you got DeRozan. You have
1: Vucevic, who is huge for the magic for years you have pat bev he on was, that team he,
2: he has not been playing like, no really he hasn't been all, he hasn't really. been
1: playing the normal vucevic and i just don't know if it's because he isn't like the main like, guy main guy yeah, the higher scoring yeah. option or like what Cause but he,
2: he was on a young magic
1: team yeah and yeah. he had to, he had to be the guy for years and now it's been more like okay he doesn't have to be he just he's needed almost like a kevin love in a sense to grab rebounds and be a role player be a role player. Yeah. So. Speaking of Kevin Love, we got now Heat versus Bulls for the eight seed in the East. I know. Jimmy Butler versus Zach Levine. You got DeRozan in there. Um, Kyle DeRozan versus Kyle Lowry. Yeah. 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 That'd
2: be that'd be a good match. I After DeRozan
1: like, just plays the Raptors, knocks them out. They're like best
2: friends. Yeah. Man. So I bet, I, I bet it felt like really nice for uh, DeRozan to knock out. The Raptors on that one. Well, and he
1: had a huge poster towards the end of that game, too. Um, Mm -hmm. There was a nice pass from uh, Levine that DeRozan just slashed right to the rim. Everybody kind of had to make a business decision, get out, and I think that was kind of, like, the authoritative, like, we're taking this. Even though the Raptors kept it close down to the end, Siakam had three free throws at the end to try to tie it up and whatnot, but ended up making one out of three, which is not ideal with 12 seconds left. But... Yeah, no, should be that should be a good one. We got the at the time we're recording, we got the Western Conference playing with the Thunder and Pelicans rolling for a Not right opportunity now, right? to uh, play 25. the Timberwolves. So in that one, I I honestly think that's going to be a good game, no matter who the Timberwolves end up playing with. You know,
0: all that's going to matter is that we have players that aren't punching each other, that aren't punching walls, that aren't punching something, and just want to <laughs> play basketball.
1: Like you want to get into it now, or (laughs) I'm
2: assuming you want
0: to get into it now. (laughs) Yeah, I want to get into it now. Like, what's going on, Steph? Like, come on, tell me. Like, we're people are punching walls. Hey,
2: I mentioned it last week on the show, right? I said, hey, you know, sources close to me (laughs) have stated (laughs) that when Rudy Gobert was traded to the, we just rerun this clip from last (laughs) (laughs) week. They're gonna have some problems, right? Like, Mm -hmm. they're like, what the heck, right? Um, Obviously, you can see their frustration through teammates on the bench um, throughout the games obviously Jaden McDaniels don't know what happened or you know it was it was, it was something during that game i think um, but you know just to just to get out of character and hit a wall and you know hurting your chances your shooting to hand to, too right? it was a shooting hand to just hurt like, your chances to to be able to make it into the playoffs Holy right cow. that's like the toughest thing to do like you you're not hurting just yourself but you just hurt your whole team on top of that Um, just because you're just a huge part of the, you've been a huge part of this team for the entire year. Um, but, but yeah, I mean the whole Rudy Gobert thing, you know, him punching at, uh, Kyle Anderson, you know, slow-mo. Dude. I mean, you got like, keep your head straight. You know, it,
0: it is like, it's something that you see it a lot in sports today too. People just lose it. They don't think before they do. And, and I think it's 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 hurting the Timberwolves because obviously, you know, they played the Lakers last night and it was a close game overtime. They played really well for not having three players, but obviously two players that huge impact just found out that they weren't gonna have those players. Um they played as well as you could play, probably, you know, in LA in a play in type setting. They almost got it done. Against you know, one of the greatest of all time, and they did it without a couple. Greatest of all time players. They they did it without their their full group.
1: We'll get into the goat talk another time. We don't need to. <laughs> it's a very tup- touchy subject about LeBron and if he's the goat, but we can. That can be another podcast because I feel like I just triggered Steph a little bit. Not gonna lie, Steph, yeah. are you a goat guy for LeBron? No. Okay. Okay. Chill on that. Okay. Cool. See, that's why I worded it the way. I did. <laughs> <laughs> chill on that. So Jake in <laughs> is apparently nope, nope. I we're uh, not okay. getting into it. This is not the podcast. <laughs> all right. That's a different one. That's the that's the twenty twenty three June podcast when you know finals are done. You're, you're like, no we're trading it, on. we're trading <laughs> it down the line. Chicken's all take finals <laughs> to do. Yeah, all there is is baseball. We can have a go conversation <laughs> for two hours. All right. So yeah, playoffs.
0: Like you, you want to talk about rounds? You want to do picks? Like what um, do you
1: want to do? I think I think the tough thing is we don't have the full matchups yet. Yeah. Um, play-in
2: tournament, so we don't know the exact. I
1: think I mean, we could, we could pick the play in games.
0: I mean, do we, yeah. do we think any play in team is going to beat one seeds or no? I mean, let's be,
1: no. come on guys.
2: I don't think so. I like, I hold mean, on. let me, I, let me I can make up. predictions for, let's say the Western and probably Eastern conference finals of what okay. I would think it would be. Sure. Yeah. Um, Sure. If it lined up correctly, um, I would like to see the Phoenix Suns and the Golden State Warriors. Um, hold on, wait. So you're gonna have the it's the a Warriors? four
1: versus six. Interesting. Explain. It's crazy. Yeah.
2: Well, explain. Well, yes. first off, uh, the Suns are getting healthy, right? If you look at the stats, when Katie's on the court, they w- you know he wins games. You know what I mean? Like even this past year, I think like the last like 25 games, he's lost like two right, so he can go out there and make a huge impact, doesn't matter if it's scoring, passing, getting rebounds, whatever it is, he's going to get it done, right, he just wants to win games, um, the next is obviously the Warriors, right, I, I have faith in the Warriors, like, you can't say you don't have faith in the defending champions, right, we, we even last year, we said, hey, we don't think the Warriors are going to make it to the finals, and look what they do, they make it to the finals, and they win against a young, and healthy very good boston celtics okay, okay so
0: how about we don't get too deep on this because like you said we don't know who's going to be in things like that but let's do first round we can first do first round, round. And, and we can say if so-and-so is playing whoever this is who we've got but that way because like i want
2: to dive into well, well these are just predictions of, of like you know conference champions yeah. of what we think sure, it would be sure. you know yeah
1: um so you, that was your western conference what about your eastern conference
2: that's tough. Uh, I'm probably gonna have to say the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks. I wish <laughs> you w-
1: no way you have the Celtics going out earlier.
0: Jalen Brown had five. He had stitches in his hand because he again
1: glass in his know, hand. That was a vase.
0: I'm just saying. Broken, apparently, what like what is happening to these NBA players? If I was, uh, gosh, what the heck is the guy's name? Late night Pac-12. <laughs> Scott Van Pelt? No, it talks about rainbows and butterflies and stuff. Oh, no idea. <laughs> anyway, he's a big Pac-12 guy. Anyway, <laughs> just, like what is going on this year? I don't know. Like
1: Um, I'll players. do mine. Yeah. I think I think the Bucks make it to the Eastern Conference Finals.
2: I'm gonna take the <sighs> You're gonna say the Sixers, aren't you? I, I really want to, but honestly I have I have to, I I have to no. take the
1: Celtics because <laughs> I feel like that's I feel like that's just the sexy pick at this point is like that's the pick that everybody I think would want to take. I, I think that's out pick, of the East.
2: That's the pick that everyone really has making it to the finals. Right. Yeah. the Sixers. Um, I, yeah, no, 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 not the Sixers. The Boston Celtics. Oh, I thought you were, t- <laughs> I will, <laughs> I thought you were saying. I this. will say.
1: I will say. The matchup to watch will be the Bucks versus the Heat. I think the Heat win mm-hmm. in Miami, and I think that could potentially be a longer series for the Bucks than they would be anticipating.
2: Miami has to win first.
1: Miami has to win first. But if Miami gets there, they are a scrappy team they are that scrappy. defends. And, they and add, that is they, terrifying. They, they and they're better than up. a seven they're, and eight. D- they're and they better than shoot. a seven and eight, like and any AC and they can it's, shoot. It's
2: been like the same team and they made it to the finals yeah. a few years ago in the bubble. Yeah. Right? But still, like, you know, Jimmy Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy G in the G stands for gets. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then
1: um, so then my Western Conference um, yeah, uh, King sons.
0: Why don't you just do chalk and do Grizzlies and nuggets?
1: <laughs> no, no, I, just I have, understand. I have no faith in the nuggets because to this point they've been the one seed for what feels like the second or third time in the past four ish years or whatever. And they haven't advanced past the second round.
0: I will say the bottom half of that bracket is just low ridiculous, like the kings against the the warriors and the Grizzlies versus the Lakers, and I are know' you kidding me <laughs> I know like, for what
1: for stuff, you're just kind of sitting there like, okay, so you're going like exactly against what I just said about you know having warriors, belief in yeah. the defending champs, but I think at the same time, kings are hot, they are it's the sexy
2: pick hey i would say, I would say that as well, but. If you looked at the Warriors for like the past ten games, they're like seven and three. So they, they, they are. They are they fully healthy? Are they? Are the, score right? Right now, they are healthy. If that right. game
1: was the last game of the year, nobody's playing defense. Last game of the year. Andrew Timber have scored one hundred fifty points on the Spurs. Not the last
2: Andrew Wiggins game. is coming back. Was it the last? Game? Even no, though it he was might, the second
1: last or something.
0: We're talking about just the, the Warriors
1: of just dropping under 50 or whatever. Okay. No,
2: they're, they're over 500. Okay, <laughs> um, but still, look, all I'm saying is right now, their team is looking pretty healthy, right? Yeah, um, they're hot, you know, ending the season, yeah. So, I feel like going into the playoffs, they're just gonna, you know, go on a little hot run. Um, obviously, their road record isn't good, right? It is terrible, and, it, and that's the
1: thing, best of seven. Sacramento hosts.
2: Is it a is it is it a road
0: game for them in California? Still, when you're in Sacramento,
1: it's never a road game for the Warriors because there's Not so many co- bandwagon fans
0: in California. Though
1: present company excluded, you
0: think about people that live in Sacramento
1: for years have been under a rock. Yeah, now they can light they the beam team. every but, time the Kings win. But, <laughs> but guess who's coming to town?
0: The team that you've been cheering for because they're representing California every year. There's four.
1: Cali- I'm just saying. Is this like the first time in recorded history that all four California teams have made it to the NBA playoffs?
2: Possibly. I'm not sure. You'd have to Google that one.
1: All right. I will look that up. Coach, you give us your uh what's your your takes day? over yeah. here?
0: Man, I I think I actually so similar to what you're talking about with the Heat. You said the Heat and Bucks mm-hmm. like is going to be hot. I actually think the Celtics in Atlanta is going to be an intense series. Um a lot more than people think. I think Trey comes to play. I think you know Jalen. He should be more healthy and being able to do things. But like, if he's not healthy, if he's if not he's there. not like Atlanta's not a bad team. No, they just stole the seven seed from the Heat. They like you know they've they've been relevant this year. They I feel like the last handful of years it's been like we've been waiting for them to be at this stage to do something more than just make the playoffs. Right, the, ever since they started getting Trey, they have pieces there. I think they're gonna give the Celtics a a bigger series than they asked for. And I, I think that frustrates me because I do think that if the Celtics are healthy, I would have taken Celtics back to the, the finals. Yeah, the Celtics
2: year. have to be healthy though. Because yeah. they have um what's his name? Like Williams. Grant Williams. Yeah. No, 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 not Grant Williams. Um on the Celtics, uh, well, he's a good matchup against Giannis, right? Um, I forgot Horford? his name. No, not, not Al. Robert Williams? Yes, Robert Williams. Robert Williams. Yes, okay, yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Yes, Robert Williams, yes. He is a great mass matchup for yeah. Giannis, right? If they don't have him, he has to be healthy. Obviously, like the past few years, he is a person that's probably not the healthiest, um, especially when it comes to the playoff stretch, right? So I feel like if he is healthy, they make a good run in the playoffs. Yeah, but that's if he's healthy.
1: I will say too, I am so thankful that the Bucs do not have to go through Boston, Philly, or Brooklyn in the second round.
0: And I think it'd be yeah, it's even a shock. though <laughs> it's a shock if if the Bucs aren't in the Eastern Conference Finals, right? I think if any other team isn't in the of, of the these teams that we're like talking about. They're not in. It. It's like okay, they got beat by one of the other teams. That like
1: I mean, said, I wouldn't sleep on the Cavaliers or or the Knicks, or the but at the same time, said, or the said. Heat. But I also I also don't see the Bucks as long as they are fully healthy too. Like obviously, like at the end of a long season like this, whoever's the healthiest is going to be better suited going into a series into a game and whatnot.
0: So Trey Young, I think take can take a, a game basically on his own. In, in a way if if the celtics aren't hitting things obviously capella is uh he, he's dynamite he's he's played really good for for the hawks um but i at the end of the day whatever i'm gonna i'm taking i'm taking the celtics to the eastern conference finals i'm i'm playing homie i i want to if they lose i'm gonna say i told you so <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wait,
2: <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Wait, Let's hold rewind on. Rewind it back to the final four. Did I do this <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So flashback?
0: Um, okay, so I'm going to take the Hawks in that, which um, again, at the end of the day, um, uh, I think they can get it done. I, I think that gives the Seventy Sixers an easy, easy shot to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. So I'll, I'll, I'll say Seventy Sixers um, and uh, and the Bucks, and I think the Bucks, the Bucks go to the finals this year from the Eastern.
1: Okay, so let's get into the chaos of the West now because I feel like you could make a case for just about any team except whoever's going to be the eight seed.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but if the Timberwolves play the Nuggets, you never know
2: <laughs> as long as they're... You know,
1: fair. <laughs> Honestly, understandable. Um, Man, the Clippers have been...
2: Nuggets have to be healthy. Clippers too, though. have been looking good too. Nuggets Seth. have to be
1: healthy. The Clippers have found a way to use Russell Westbrook. Well,
2: yeah, of course you can find a way to use Russell Westbrook. But I'm just he saying, but compared to, to other teams, sons,
0: who you like a lot right now too. Yeah, that series no, that's going to be going to be a great. That good. Series. That's going to be great. I,
2: I just don't see them winning without PG. That's just that's just my take on it. That's another yeah. one
0: that's like as close... Sacramento to Golden State is like as close from L.A. to Phoenix. <laughs> like we're talking like jump in a car and,
1: and go see your... You know, whatever. So... Sacramento to Oakland, though, you don't cross state lines. You just are in state. It's just that long. I'll take Golden State to the Western Conference Finals. And uh, I'm going to
0: say that they're going to be going up against the, the Suns. And I'll take the Golden State... <laughs> Warriors to the finals against the Bucks. I know that's not a uh, sexy take. Hey, probably, you know what
2: I like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, because he <laughs> he agreed with you, and I did it. Hey, 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 look, I I think if this ends up happening in the West, and let's say that the uh, the Suns did match up against the Golden State Warriors, like how insane will that series be? You have KD playing against. The Golden State Warriors, which he won two NBA championships with, two NBA uh, Finals MVPs with, right? It'd and be then, a prove it series. Yeah, it would be a prove it series, and and it, it's against basically the core of the team that he you know played with. It's still yeah. there. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, I I think that's going to be interesting to see what KD can do in these playoffs because obviously how he does is how that team's going to
1: jive. Well, and but if can the Nuggets healthy. beat
0: the Suns, like I think that's a possibility too. And even though we've we've kind of you know
1: I will say I will say pooped on the Nuggets yeah, a little bit. We we've definitely crapped like, on the Nuggets not a little bad
3: bit.
1: Squad. Like they've got no. it done
0: this year. They can they can score, they can
1: They're the one seed for a reason in the West. I just think the best big for man me, in the West probably, right?
2: Yeah. I I think I mean, so. I just think I just think whoever they get mashed up with can really hurt them.
0: Yeah, too many points. Too many like you I think, think you think that the Suns, the Kings, size, the Warriors,
2: all of them can just. I feel like size is going to kill the Nuggets, even though they have some big you know players on their team. They're not playing dominant. No, you know, as dominant as some of these other teams. So
1: I mean, they've got they have Jamal Murray back in healthy. They have Nikola Jokic, DeAndre Jordan, and Aaron Gordon all on their roster. That's,
2: that's which that's I didn't even know too.
1: DeAndre Jordan was on their roster until yeah. I literally looked it up.
2: And I'm guessing Michael Porter Jr. is the tallest one out of all three.
1: Michael Porter Jr. is six ten. Jokic and Jordan are listed at six eleven. So create
2: matchup problems, I, I but feel like Jokic is that tall. It doesn't. It doesn't
1: <laughs> feel like it, but at the same time, I guarantee we stand next to him and he's yeah, just he towering over us. Okay. Are oh, the probably.
0: Suns like? Healthy all the way right now. Um right now they're healthy. Them. Right oh, they've, they've been they're they're healthy down two players. They're down yeah, two players. But yeah, it's but like it's campaign it's not, and I feel like they're plagued by that every every year. Playoff year. Yeah. Like
2: at the end of like Well, first off, Chris Paul has hurt every playoff every year. Except for the, the one far. they made it
1: to the finals, ironically, I think, but even still he probably yeah. had something. No,
2: he he was uh I'm pretty sure he he was hurt in the finals. That one in surprised that me. That was a physical yeah, even like series.
1: Devin Booker.
0: You know what I mean? Like he's had his hamstring. He has hamstring injuries
2: all the time. So Mm -hmm. is
0: he is like in game five of a series. Is he going to just be like, "Oh man, it's just like too much"? Hey, and like he
2: can't. If if they can be healthy throughout the entire playoffs, they go to the they go to the finals. Yeah, there's 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 no way that you have two of the top ten scores in league. There's what no the way team. that you
1: have a team like this. I mean, they rattled off towards the end of the year. They rattled off one, two, three, four, five, six, seven straight before the final two games. Um, you know, and they lost both of those to the Lakers and Clippers, which I mean is what it is. Both of them were playoff teams, probably resting guys, you know. But like they they got hot once it felt like they got everybody back and whatnot. And once they actually had KD. Uh, in there and whatnot otherwise it was just a lot of inconsistent performances because they didn't have everybody I think, so
2: think- I think they're undefeated with uh, KD in the lineup with Booker and Paul Here, here's the thing DeAndre Ayton, Ayton's
0: back and like a, I mean he's such a huge he might the team. be the best and we just talked about best big man in the west like he is uh, he's there he's in that conversation
1: he led them in scoring this year he led Wait, them in no, school. he didn't. He, led he them did in not. Rebounds. No. He had ten rebounds. Well, a game actually, this hold on.
0: Aiton had 10, he 10 did rebounds a game.
1: Aiton led them in scoring this year due to the fact that he had played past that sixty-five game mark.
2: Yeah, Booker has it. Booker Booker has <laughs> him by like
1: ten points or whatever. But like um games
2: that booker played compared
0: to booker that. only
1: played 53 okay. games whereas Aiden played 67 so
0: what i'm seeing is the suns right we, we we all know what a rag doll looks like you've got just the patches and everything and yeah katie's patched on it you got booker like okay he's patched on it is this like a rag doll that can
1: hold together for the playoffs I think so cuz they, are they I, fall feel apart like cause getting, I feel like they're getting injuries feel like they're getting healthy at the right time but again it's honestly it's the end of a regular honestly, season yeah.
2: too, like I'm really curious to see how it actually plays out because they won't have to do as much as they've had to do previously right KD is a little bit different because he's had Kyrie, he, you know, he's had Steph, yeah. he's had Russ and stuff like that but Booker has never had a KD no All he's had is Chris Paul. Chris Paul
1: and then being able to run a pick and roll with DeAndre Ayton. But Kawhi has Russell. Kawhi has Russell. Kawhi has
2: Russell. And Russell gets to play against KD. He does get to play against KD. So, hey, we've seen this matchup before. It's happened. And, like, it's good stuff. I love Kawhi Leonard. Shout out to San Diego State. (laughs) Shout out to all the teams.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What's... So what's what's the one matchup that you are going to be watching them for this first round? Like what's going to be the one like this is going to be like the the best series, the best matchup. It can be players, it can be you know a series, it can be like okay, I want I'm to gonna, see I'm this do happen. Two,
0: but I'm picking Boston Atlanta, okay? Because I I want to see how Boston does because how they play against Atlanta, if they can make this quick, and it's like hey, this Jalen Brown thing is just nothing. Yeah, sweet. They have a shot, right? Yeah. But if if it's if it's long and jug out, like Atlanta could gain some fire here. Where like as I just talked about, they're a team that has been talked about making the playoffs and doing something with this group. Now they're like, I think they have their shot. They have yeah. their shot against Boston. That's kind of I'm not saying limping in because they're a great great team, but it's just they have their chance to make some noise here in this Eastern Conference. I want to see how that goes, and then I, I think. The one that, that I don't have any, you know, team that I'm really necessarily cheering for. I just want to see some really good fireworks. Honestly, Kings and Warriors. Like, light the beam. How many, how many points? Like, beam. what is the over-under on this kind of a game? No like, the idea. Kings and Warriors. How many points are going to be scored that? How many do you have to get to win? Uh, first,
1: first to one thirty five wins. Is that, is that, it's going to be all-star rules. So every quarter the score actually resets. And then the final quarter you're playing to 24. Will any
0: defense be played in the state of California
1: in any of those games? I
2: think if you're, I think if you're, uh, (laughs) if
1: it's the Grizzlies Lakers, probably, but every other series, who knows? Hey,
2: Hey, that series is the series I'm looking forward to. That's the one you're,
0: you're. That's one of your top two there. I would like to say this yes.
1: was not scripted. I just perfectly timed that and led Steph in on that. So that's a point to me, actually. So <laughs> everybody else is behind now.
2: Yeah, I, Jake I had am. Jacob led me to my
0: final four picks, too, the other That <laughs> did
1: not work out well <laughs> Great. So now the Lakers are going to sweep the Grizzlies four. Oh, hey, fantastic. Hey, I, I don't know
2: about that. But look, um, I mean, LeBron, Dylan Brooks, like the intensity is there. You know, the, the, the fire there. They beat the, the I,
0: shambled Timberwolves by six points in overtime. You think that they can take care of the
3: Grizzlies?
2: <laughs> hey, I mean, they have experience. That's all that matters, right? Experience. It, it doesn't matter what, what happens throughout the game. It matters what happens at the end of the game. If they can keep it sure. close, right, experience in my eyes is going to win. There's but been the a lot of white noise over.
0: in Memphis this year, too, with different things going on. So, like, mm-hmm. I think, you know, Lakers are... They're poised to do it. They you know, they're always there this time of year. The Lakers, the Warriors. You want to say the Bucks at this point, you know, on the Eastern side. But like those teams are there this time of year; they're ready to play. Yeah. So I mean, la- the Lakers last year they just missed, or they were no, they were like a they were they
1: were on the outside. Yeah, they're on the they're outside. outside looking in.
0: But Davis was like out for however long last yeah.
1: year, and and now he's
2: LeBron finally back Lakers, healthy. Like, it was like he even played through an injury yeah. one game. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah,
0: that'll be a great series for sure. Do you have one on the eastern side you're looking at?
2: Um Oh. Cleveland, New York. How dare you <laughs> how dare you
0: some f- like some lights right there. Well, no, that was I was going to lead in on that. We haven't
1: yeah. talked about it at all. We haven't, you know, this is kind of flying hey, under the hey, radar. And-
2: point for me now. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fine. No, Fine. Look, I'll let no, you have look, it. It's gonna It's gonna be sweet. I mean, you have Donovan Mitchell right, who has never missed a playoff since entering the NBA, and then you have the New York Knicks. Right? Holy cow, man! <laughs> Julius Randle. Tw- over twenty five points a game this year. Jalen Brunson, that is the talk of the year right? His agent, his dad or something yeah. like that. Like they, they, they did something, you know, special. Yeah. Obviously his father knew what he can do and what he mm-hmm. can make. Um, and the Mavs weren't going to give it to him. Yeah. And, so the, so and the,
1: Cuban has said that the Mavs didn't even get a shot at resigning him. Yeah. But I also think like they kind of knew like the Knicks were going to offer him money that the Mavs weren't going to In fact, yes, or they didn't feel
0: this year for yeah. sure. I
1: mean, Darius Garland's averaging almost two assists
0: more than Jalen a game which is crazy you know so for for the Cavs like the Cavs are good this year which I think I think earlier this year Steph you talked about you like off PDA here you talked earlier like in o- October or we were it was a cross-country season but I remember you talking about the Cavs and being like yeah could be I was like, they're gonna be really they're good, gonna be good I'm like what are we talking about like this <laughs> team's like like, look at them. They're the Cavs. They're in Cleveland for crying out loud.
2: <laughs> I was like, hey, they, add, uh, they added um, Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, no, I was uh, honestly like everyone was pretty shocked by that move. Um, but he paired really well with Darius Garland and uh, who, who I mean, else? Evan, he got Mobley, yeah, Evan is, Mobley has yeah. been a stud. Jared Allen.
1: Evan Mobley has received some votes for defensive player Jared of the year. year? Yeah.
2: yeah. I think it's going to be Jaron Jackson,
1: though, right? Uh, it's between Jackson, Mobley. I know Brooke Lopez has gotten a lot of love, um, but that also just could be because I follow a lot of Bucks Twitter yeah, yeah. and you I know. Think, I think I mean, he's Knicks. been playing really. Big he's though, he's so. been he's been huge for the Bucks, but I,
0: I think in that series for the Knicks, like Julius Randall has to be on all the time, and I just think there's too many. Like you have to win two. Well, how many? The first first series, isn't it seven? You, still, or is it, it's, Yeah, it's everything's set, seven. Everything's so seven. so I don't. Baseball the only well, weird so one. Can he have four, four wins. games? That he is just dominant, like he has to be that guy, because like um, his
2: he needs five games that he he needs to play five games dominantly, and he needs to, to average twenty
0: five plus dominantly. points a game, and I just don't see that happening in the playoffs. In the playoffs I mean, against teams that have halves. every 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 round obviously gets much more
2: ridiculous, mm-hmm. but like obviously opening round like it's matchups matchups is big because you can still lose depending on what your matchup is, yeah. right? But how about the
0: Garden having a team? You know, like, you talk about, like, Both major areas. networks right now. You've got Brooklyn. You've got New York. You've got all four LA mm-hmm. or f- all four California teams.
1: No Texas, though.
0: Sh- what?
1: No Texas. Yeah, no Houston. First time no in, Dallas. I forget how long, no Houston, no Dallas, no San Antonio.
0: Yeah, that's, that's taking an entire state out for sure. Was,
1: but you still have, like, a Miami in there still potentially.
0: You might not have a Florida either if Miami yeah. doesn't make it in, and that's...
2: <laughs> how lucky is Dallas, though, or even... California, for that matter, to have multiple teams—you know—to have multiple teams. First mm-hmm. off, right? Yeah. In multiple teams, have championships. Championships, and they like the the sports market there out there is just
1: insane, and like they keep winning too. And like you look at it from a New York standpoint, like market huge, keep winning. Boston market huge, keep winning. Absolutely. Um, Atlanta. Atlanta.
0: Like. That's a good market too. That's a basketball city big time. And yeah. I, I again I know I've been writing this the entire podcast, but I just think Atlanta's better than we're letting on. I think they have a shot to really like do something here. I th- obviously if they beat the Celtics, that's a that's enough in this playoff to do make think, turn and look at it. I do
2: think the Atlanta Hawks are good. I think the matchup that they have against the Boston the Boston Celtics isn't the best matchup that they could have.
0: But it's better than probably against the
2: Bucks. <laughs> hey, I mean, eh, eh. I, I just say if it, it would be a better shot for them making it to the second round if they, let's say, they had to play either a Cavs or let's say they had to play either a Knicks or, like, Brooklyn or right, something Right, but like from that. a
0: play-in standpoint, like... From you're playing a play-in the best standpoint, they, they yeah. Play, right? you're,
2: yeah. You're either playing best
1: team 1A or best team 1B. Right. Like, I don't think there's a whole lot in between Milwaukee if, and if they Boston. Snag
2: a first-round win... That that would be huge. And honestly, that momentum could drive them into the NBA finals. So yeah, think about think
0: about that. Like you go against Boston, you win. It's like the Vikings getting the miracle against the Saints and then coming into a buzzsaw in the Philadelphia Eagles. Like, you're going into Philly and you're playing the 76ers now, and it's like, hey, we got to do this again against guys that are bigger. For sure. (laughs) You know, pound for pound, I think 76ers are probably bigger than the Celtics. Well, and I mean, we saw it
1: too with the— Yeah, I mean,
2: size-wise, Joel Embiid is just too dominant.
1: We saw it with—what was it? The Knicks series. Like, that was like a hot start for the Hawks. Then they went and beat the Sixers in seven. And then they had Milwaukee on the ropes for a little bit, but okay. Milwaukee was able to pull it out. Keep in mind, Milwaukee didn't have Giannis after what was it game four or something like yeah, that in that out. series. Yep. Hyper extended about. his knee, came back for the final stretch and whatnot. But um, all right. My two things uh, on the Western conference side, you stole, you stole my thunder for the Cavs. So I'm going to completely switch tracks first, starting for the Western conference, Denver nuggets, please win a series. You have back to back MVP,
0: especially if if it's against if it's maybe three time three time
1: MVP. The the margin between Embiid, Jokic, and even contract look like right now because Uh, if he's got got one
0: more year left, left, he's going to join Doncic. I I (laughs) think
2: uh, Jokic just signed like another contract like Mm -hmm. a year or two ago, like a pretty big one. But either way, MVP probably.
0: What are his pieces around him, Jacob? Uh, you've, you've got Jamal Murray, Jamal Murray he has a good
1: and um, he, has a good squad. he has Michael a really Porter Jr. They're banners they're number one for they're number one for a, for a reason. reason. Like they are number one for a reason. I don't think it was a fluke, but now, please win happen- a series. Whatever, let us know hey, if it's a fluke. Hey, whatever like happens
2: in the playoffs happens. In at the playoffs, this point, right. like it's we don't season. give out
1: regular season banners. It's a new season. It's a new season. New season starts. Like I think. I think the tough thing is, and I know there are people that I know who are huge Denver fans, and especially after watching the Colorado Avalanche win the NHL Stanley Cup last year, I think they're itching for a chance to fight for a t- uh, finals, uh, a finals appearance, a finals birth, finals championship, and stuff like that. But I think the the time is now. For Denver, you've had your winning window open for a while. I mean, Jokic is pretty much in his prime. I don't know how he gets better. He's still um, young, though. He's, he's only, like, still he's he's twenty eight.
0: Twenty eight. A lot of the best players right now in the NBA like have time on their side too. Yeah, you know, like,
1: but yeah, you you gotta win. You have to win, and I don't care if you're playing the Timberwolves. I don't care if you're playing <laughs> OKC. I don't care if you're playing the Pelicans you, you got to win. You got to win that first series. After that, you know, you're playing the Suns or the Clippers. You're probably good an underdog. Good luck. You're an underdog. <laughs> I think it, you're going to, well, everybody's probably picking them as an underdog like right now anyways because yeah. like they just, they haven't done it in the past and they need to just get the monkey off their back. So I it, think it, that's going to be very important for them to just go out, win the series, even if it takes five, six games. If it goes seven, I mean, everybody's definitely going to be shaky then. But if they can, because, I mean, you can make a case for the Timberwolves, OKC, and Pelicans to take at least one, maybe two. But I think for the Nuggets to go out and win a series, that's going to be huge. It's going to give them confidence to be like, all right, we can win in the playoffs. And then from there, it's like, all right, now you got to just scrap and fight. Act as if you're the underdog. You know,
0: I think it would go better if they weren't the one seed. I think they'd have a better chance in the playoffs. I to, mean, to yeah, like not yeah, necessarily have that the, weight on their shoulders because but then
2: again, it's like ho- home court advantage, right? So that is the one thing that they do have on their side. So it yeah. de- depending on how far they advance into the playoffs, they will always have a home court advantage on their side until obviously the finals, right? It's going to be a sure. team in the East because if it's Boston or Milwaukee, hey, I mean, North if North it's East.
0: a six and If it's a six seed playing against a a four seed or something like that, then it doesn't really matter if you're. But, like, yeah, I I think at the end of the day, we all want to see the Nuggets get past round one. (laughs) Unless they're.
1: I just want to see him make a run. Like, Like, watching Jokic Jokic in the uh, regular season, like, he does some incredible things but we don't see see that same in the playoffs. And it's the same thing with the Nuggets. Yeah.
2: And they might give him a third one. And if he goes, if he gets three MVPs and can't make it past the second round of the playoffs, what are we doing with that award? With the voting? Yeah. Like, Like I get,
1: I get it's a regular season award in a sense, like it's the most valuable player for the season and whatnot. But at the same time, like
0: people are starting to think about that with this John Wooden award too. Yeah. Because uh, Edie, for for uh, Purdue won it this year, and they lost a 16 mm. seed in the first round.
1: I so, think I think it needs to like people need to realize a lot of these awards are voted on like during the course of the regular season and at the end of the regular season, not including postseason. There are different postseason accolades and awards and stuff like that. His for role a reason.
0: players are going to Jokic's role players are going to need to have games for them to advance in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and that's going to be the difference because he carries this team to the one seed.
2: I say the biggest right. factor in their playoff games is going to be Jamal Murray. Yes. It's what can Absolutely. Jamal Murray what can Jamal Murray bring to the Denver Nuggets? Right?
1: He was out the what last two years or something like that ACL with his injury. knee? Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: so like if he can give the Denver Nuggets 23 points a game in the playoffs, I say they, they win. have a shot to I, win I, 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 I say they He He they they doesn't have, have to shot. be Jamal Murray from have, the bubble. He doesn't have to be, yeah, he doesn't have to get like 25, 26 or whatever. Who
0: besides Jamal Murray needs to perform, though, too? Um, Porter Jr. Michael
2: Porter Jr., yeah, he has to perform. He has to be big. Honestly... I, I they have a lot of players that actually need to play big. Like Aaron Gordon needs to play big. The they JCP, they need to Jordan be needs a to team. Play big. They need to yeah. be a team.
1: They need to they need to play as a team and not just stand and watch Jokic.
0: And I think that's what we're gonna find out too. Most years we find this. This is where um, Giannis, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. he's very dominant, but you need the role players.
1: Bobby, Bobby, Bobby.
0: And, and 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 plenty of that, but it's the same concept for the Celtics. They need Marcus Smart to play Deion Trey. They need or they need Trey to be locked down yeah. somehow if they want to pass that series. You you have to have a full team to make it deep. This year I think more than most, because there are so many stars. Like this has to be one of the most stacked stars playoffs from top to bottom first to AC that we've seen in a long time. It, Especially it on that crazy. Western just Conference the, the, side. The players that it's are stars. Crazy.
2: There's just so many stars, I think, in the NBA today. Right, and yeah. it makes
0: it so much fun because, yeah, that guy can carry you, that guy can carry you. Well, When the playoffs, y- you've got to be special, but you have to have role players.
2: I think, I think another thing that 6 Six-man like, award, right, is a big deal because of this time of year. Yeah, it's huge. I think something that, you know, elevated the game of basketball is the three-point shot. Right. Yep. Um, especially now in today's age of the game, that's what matters the most, right? You have people in a fast break where do they go? Three point line. Three point line. They're, they're just going, running they're the they're wings they're, and they stop at it. free throw
1: line extended. You know what I mean? They, they or they get, get to the corner.
2: They don't, they don't go to the. They don't go to the the hoop. They, they, don't, don't, they yeah. don't. Do a layup. They shoot a shot.
1: Either right. the, it's either you're gonna get an open three and a two on one break, or you're gonna go one on one and attack the
2: basket. So. I mean, just just the way that it's revolutionized the game um, is is changing the way that people play, and it's it's making I guess the game have more superstars in a way, yeah, in, in a sense. Yeah. Um, just because like people are honing in on shooting, it's yeah. it's like the Steph Curry effect, right? Yep. Um, you know, you shoot so many shots a year. <laughs> You're, that, you're, bound, yeah. you're bound to make is you know a, a decent amount of those well
1: stats. and Steph Clay and Jordan Poole all hit what 700 or something like that which is the most for a trio or something And it's definitely wasn't just 700 it was like upper 700 it's almost 800 I think
2: that both Clay and Steph are both over like 200 this 250 year, or so
1: something like and year. Jordan had another something like I don't remember what the numbers are I would look it up but yeah, I got my next thing queued yeah, up okay. so it's insane. yeah um <laughs> Eastern Conference, Philadelphia 76ers, got to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, I think. I think that's going to be important for them, but they definitely have to come out and just – I think it's set up they for have the best w- for
0: them this year to do that if Jalen Brown has a fact issue with his hand, yeah. if, if if it becomes a little mucky with the, the Hawks. They're playing probably the team that you'd want to play in the East in the first round of
1: – Brooklyn, who destroyed their roster, still made it to the playoffs as a sixth seed – but I don't think you're um, afraid of them if you if you're Philly, no. you know. I think I think if this is not a 40 that I would be surprised, but at the same time, I don't want to completely count the nets out, but I think especially for Philly who have been saying trust the process, trust the process, trust this process. It's been 6, 7 years since and we, haven't even seen in the playoffs, we haven't we haven't seen the process. Championship yeah, championship. we haven't seen them make it super far, super deep. So, I think it's important for them this year. You have to get the monkey off your back too make it to the Eastern Conference Finals at least, if not the finals. They they have the roster to do it. You have James Harden, Joel Embiid. Um you also have Tobias Harris, which fun fact, Tobias Harris is uh making more than James Harden and Joel Embiid this year.
0: Yeah, but we know James Harden. Steph knows how much I So like that James
1: was I, I used to watch
0: him at ASU when I went to see family I teams. saw
1: I saw the salary. I just figured I'd throw that out there. It was kinda interesting. You have Jalen McDaniels um on that team as well and like they have a really solid roster you also have a guy like pj tucker who is a dog um brought that dog mentality to milwaukee won a championship so you watch too much mcafee man. yeah a little bit not gonna lie <laughs> but he also he coined that phrase in milwaukee though saying we got to be dogs we got to be dogs you know <laughs> during the whole run it it's on a it's on a uh um it's on a lot of the bucks videos from watch that, his mock that, draft yeah. thing
0: Every pick he says for his mock draft. He's is. a
1: dog. He's a dog. No, I I was I was quoting uh, P.J. Tucker there, not Pat McAfee. But shout out Pat McAfee. Cool, good show. Um, <laughs>
0: <It's> like, <laughs> oh man. Um,
1: but yeah, the the Sixers I think are going to be have to be a team to make a run. I think I, like the time is now. Same thing with the Nuggets. The time is now.
2: It was the same thing with the it's Boston just, Celtics. The same thing with not, the Boston Celtics. If you're same looking thing at with stuff, though. Like
0: honestly, like I'm looking at you know who's deep, like who's got deep teams. Like 76ers, it's 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 hard in NB, mm-hmm. right? I mean, for a lot of they things, Maxie. The, they have Maxi. They have Maxi. Yeah, they have but but he's Harris. not. But he's they have, yeah, he's they he's have not Harris. leading yeah. their team in anything. No. And on top of that, like even if you look at like six man ca- candidates, like Brogdon from Celtics is up. There's another guy from like the New York Knicks. Who's Bobby, like a front runner? Bobby, Bobby, um, And, and, and th- that shows you, okay, so if Jalen's hurt, like, okay. Brogdon's come in and averaged like 27 minutes a game, and he's still getting like 14 and a half, 15 mm. points a game. Like That's that's pretty good.
1: <laughs> I was sad when Milwaukee got, or I think traded Brogdon. Yeah, traded Brogdon. That was...
0: So, like, it's, it's going to be... It's just going to be interesting, like, how deep these benches need to go in this playoffs and, how, like, how many players need to step up because... Harden can go off, and MB can go
1: off. Well, and how deep do they go? Because a lot of times now you get a very short bench from coaches. Like he oh, well, only playoffs, puts in. You're not, you're not messing around. No. You're going to have guys playing 40, 45 minutes a game easily, and they're going to do it and then, you know, have a night off, just kind of relax, maybe sit in a hot or cold tub or something, and then do it the next night. So anything else on NBA playoffs, any final touches?
0: I mean,
2: Pelicans
0: are up at half 63-57 against the Thunder as we're doing. Pelicans
1: would right be now. a very tough matchup for the Timberwolves.
2: Um, so the Thunder. So
1: I like the now, Thunder the better thunder. than the Pelicans. I mean, yeah,
0: as of now, the Thunder
1: are going home. But, hey, we thought that with the uh, – bulls and raptors game and
0: it's only a six point
1: game so let's be serious yeah. i
2: did tell you though i was just like well there's a lot of time left." there's right. a
1: lot of time left and i mean levine had caught fire and i think I didn't instilled think he the belief go for 40, no well he didn't technically he went for 39 so i was one point off on that one too so i guess i'm actually at zero but
0: well lots of exciting obviously playoffs to be watching this week and everything um you guys have any like pda that you saw around sports this last week
1: um I mean, a cool moment I saw was uh, Jared Kelenic of the Seattle Mariners has been a guy who had a lot of, like, hope in him and stuff like that. Didn't really have a great year last year. Goes to regularly field. I think had um, three straight days with a home run, including today, the day we're recording the podcast. He hit it to the second deck, straight away, dead center field. Just mashed the ball. And... They were showing, like, there was quite a few Mariners fans that felt like in the stands there and whatnot, all just kind of going nuts. So I think, like, for a guy like that who had, like, high hopes, hasn't been performing to what the expectations were, but feels like he's starting to turn a corner, I think that's pretty good, too. Um, Other thing is, if you haven't seen it yet, uh, anytime the um, Orioles get a base hit, they do the sprinkler, and then their players will um, spit water out of their mouths greatest hit celebration of all time like i there's right. a lot of good feelings around Baltimore right now, I feel like just okay. with the way their players and their fan bases and stuff like that they've <laughs> they've got a lot of good vibes going right now, so those are, are kind of like two things I saw this week
2: um not really like a sports base like fan like uh shout out, but I want to shout out to the Baltimore Ravens for uh picking up o b j what does that mean though? <laughs> We're
0: going to, we're going like, that, that's going to be, yeah. On on Sunday here, we're going to actually get together again. We're going to do a mock draft yeah. for, to be talking a lot about football. So it will be fun, but that could have
1: pieces with some it of that could. too. So
2: that, that, that's just um, He's getting his a highlight. That's just a highlight of, you know, what I think is, is to come.
1: Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> that definitely adds a lot of intrigue into the landscape of the NFL. There was also a pretty big trade that happened too, but we can get into that on Sunday.
0: Sure. Um, I'm going to do my PDA shout out for, uh, Yukon nation, um, out in Hartford, Connecticut. They actually had their national championship parade, uh, brought thousands to the Hartford area. Um, big time love from a blue blood, uh, college basketball program that, that deserved a awesome parade. And and they were out in full force for sure for that. Um, last call for you guys. Any, anything that, uh, you want to do a shout out for, I'm going to, I'm going to bring up Quinnipiac and, uh, their route through the Big 10 here this last week in the uh, Frozen Four um winning their first national championship they're down 2-0 after the first period I watched the whole second and third period and they absolutely dominated it um they they couldn't find the net like too often obviously because they ended up getting two goals to send it to overtime um but they literally had to empty their net with 247 left to tie the game um they they were out shooting the Gophers fourteen to two in the championship game in the third period. They outshot them fourteen
1: to two. Well, and I I know somebody who played college hockey at that level and whatnot, and he was like, "Yeah, watching that game, the Gophers just felt like they were playing more so not to lose."
0: And and that's crazy because they have the pieces
1: not to play that way. They've yeah. never played that way. So yeah. why
0: are you why are you playing that it, way? In they one just period?
1: it was just a change at some point in that game that they were just like all right we gotta like s- just defend just defend for our lives and it just
0: but that after that goal in the third period to tie it up and send it to overtime i mean 10 seconds into overtime
1: winning goal for quinnipiac i mean 10
0: seconds into the overtime they had game all the was, momentum game was over all the mojo um, first national championship in school history they went d1 in 1999 coach ran uh, pecknold has the most wins since going d1 in any school so um Program to be reckoned with. You know, maybe similar to what Gonzaga is. Can you do something there <laughs> for hockey with what Fuse doing in uh, Spokane? We'll find out. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for last call. Steph, you got anything last call?
1: I didn't have anything Jake last call. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays may never lose again. Yeah, the
0: Red Sox gave them a run tonight, but we, yeah. know, we know that they're going to be honestly, the team that that, them down probably.
1: Yeah, that team, <laughs> that team is special. If you have a way to watch them and whatnot. They, they do something special. They can get done day. a lot of ways yeah. that we've seen so far this year, but pitching offense, defense, web gems, home runs, yeah. Strikeouts. They got ERA. it all.
0: They got it all. Can, yeah. can they hold on this whole year? We'll find out for sure. 162
1: and Oh, never been done. <laughs> Why not now? <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh,
0: appreciate the listeners out there. Um, you guys stay safe, have fun this weekend. Cheer loud.
3: Cheer proud. And, uh, You guys take care. We'll see you next time.